This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for greater Dandenong food tours. They let you travel the world without a passport. G'day, I'm Kate Stevenson. So you, of course, are listening to the podcast version of Relish, a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This week on the show... There's a bit of a pattern emerging that sees Melbourne attracting international chefs of serious pedigree and Diego Huerta is one of them. From the age of 14, he spent six years working in Michelin-starred restaurants in Paris before travelling to Copenhagen to the restaurant last year deemed number two in the world on the 50 best list. Now he's serving up stunning food at South Melbourne's restaurant Lume. I'll find out what brought him here. Also... Talk about paddock to plate. I'll speak to tree changer Michelle Visser, whose venture Harvest Experience will have you picking, prepping and cooking your own food. And it does sound like a lot of fun. Plus, there'll be plenty of ideas of where and what to eat and drink this week in food. All that still to come on the Relish podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel, thanks to Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport on Easy Music 3MP. Relax with us and all your favourite songs. Easy music means all the songs you love from the 60s, 70s and 80s. Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish. Well, there's a new chef in town who has taken on a South Melbourne fine diner that has had plenty of good reviews but somehow hasn't gained the momentum it deserves. So is that about to change as Diego Huerta brings his three Michelin star experience to Restaurant Lume? Well, let's ask him. Diego, good morning. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Very well. Well, let's start at the beginning and that beautiful name. Where are you actually from? Where did you grow up? So I grew up in the, in the coastal town in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta. So yeah, very beautiful. Beautiful. So I know that your father is Mexican and your mother is French. You moved to Paris at 14. Did you actually start cooking in commercial kitchens then? Well, I actually stopped earlier than that because before moving to Paris, my parents had to be sure that being a chef was really what I wanted to be. So I was talking to them about I, was, I wanted to be a chef since I was probably 10 or 11 years old. At that age, they sent me in to the kitchen of one of their friends. It was actually one of the best restaurants in Mexico. Yeah. So I was going there and working on the weekends, just cleaning mussels and uh, cleaning shellfish, just to get the vibe of the kitchen. And after two or three years, well, the head chef told my parents that that was really my passion and I will be, I will be really good fit in Paris. So, yes, my mm. journey began in Paris afterwards. Began in Paris at 14 and working in very good kitchens. How intense was that as a teenager? Oh, it was very, very intense. I think I, was, I wasn't expecting on, uh, on well, the journey that was about to start. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I had no idea what, I mean, I knew what a Tunisian star was but I had really no idea what the level and expectations they, they will have of a 14-year-old kid. So, yeah, it was really, really hard. Yeah, I mean, I put my head down and, and kept working for six years in different commission stars. And, yeah. and yeah, I, I loved it. 
Well, and you talk about the journey. So you did do, you know, six years in some of the world's best restaurants. After that time, you went to Copenhagen to work at Geranium, which last year was number two on the world's 50 best list. How different were the kitchens or, what you know, how different was it in Copenhagen to, to Paris or is it not necessarily at that level? Oh, it's totally different mentalities. Uh, in Paris, the chefs, uh, they have a very old school mentality. And when I moved to Copenhagen, well, Chef Rasmus had a totally different vision of gastronomy. It's very calm, mm. very, very down to earth, actually. Even if he's one of the best chefs in the world and the only chef in the world that has won the three times the Bokis door, which is huge. But, but just really respectful way, really down to earth, connect with nature. And just a total, total vision of gastronomy. In Paris, was the chefs were more uh, artistic. Everything goes, I don't know, with the flow or just more, yeah, more like, like artists. And Rasmus was a perfectionist. So great for you to see the two extremes there. How did you end up in Melbourne? I, I had friends in Paris that came to Melbourne when I went to Denmark. And, uh, yeah, they told me the food scene in Melbourne was great. The chef life is way better. So actually have a family of, or, yes, build a family because you don't work 19 or 18 hours a day, six days a week. I mean, in Europe, you're kind of not allowed to do that, but you still do it because that's how it is. And if you're not happy, well, there is many people behind you that want your position. Yeah. Just think more about our personal life and not just career, 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 and wake up at, 40 years old or 30, 35 years old and realise that we haven't built anything. Well, and particularly for you, because you, you will have been in the industry for 70 years by the time you're that age. Diego, lucky yeah. us. <laughs> we get you now. It's so fascinating chatting to you, but we haven't even talked about Lume yet. So will you hang around a little bit longer? Yes, of course. Terrific. Great. Don't go anywhere. Diego Huerta, Executive Chef at Restaurant Lume, will be back after these Easy Music favourites on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for greater Dandenong food tours. They let you travel the world without a passport. Easy Music 3MP, I'm Kate Stevenson. You're listening to Relish and I'm chatting to Mexican-French chef Diego Huerta who has taken over the kitchen at South Melbourne's experimental fine diner Lume. And Diego, we know that you've clearly already mastered fine dining with all that experience in Europe. How, how does that translate here in a kitchen in Melbourne? So what I'm what I'm um, what I'm trying to do here at Lume is just very very simple. I'm trying to uh, to share my knowledge and skills that I've learned from Europe, everything, cooking and acknowledging local local products and Victorian ingredients. And that's interesting you say that because you've been all over the world literally. Have there been ingredients in Australia that that you haven't actually encountered before? Oh, so many, so many. Well, yeah. When I when I came to Australia, I didn't realize I would have I would have cooked with so many ingredients that I've never seen before in my life. Uh, for example, one very very basic ingredient in Australia, I guess, the abalone. Yeah. Never in Paris or in France I ever seen an abalone before. And uh, and yeah, I mean, there's also many native ingredients uh, which are amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's, it's kind of amazing of a chef to still discover and, uh, and be able to to cook ingredients that he hasn't cooked before. Yeah, brilliant. And so what's your vision for Lume? What do you want people to experience when they come to visit you? Well, I want them to see what an European chef can do with Australian ingredients, with European techniques. And yeah, as I said, very simple cooking, but it's just 
I try to respect temperatures, respect the produce, not overdo an ingredient, not more than three flavors per dish. Just really respect the, the main ingredient of the plate. Amazing. Diego Huerta, executive chef at restaurant Lume. I am extremely fortunate to be able to say that I have tried some of the dishes you're creating at Lume and they really were spectacular. And I think, you know, simple is is kind of underdoing it a little bit because although what what you're doing might be simple the flavors that come out of it really was spectacular we'll encourage people to head to restaurantlume.com.au to to book l-u-m-e to try the full tasting menu or the three course a la carte Um, and thank you so much for for spending some time with me today thank you so much Kate. thanks diego stick around coming up the ballerine business that gives you the full paddock to plate experience you're listening to relish celebrating the best in food wine and travel thanks to Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport on Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up. Even when the day has gone wrong, we play that song that makes it all okay every day. Connected to everything right across Melbourne with that digital sound in crystal clear stereo. There's more Easy Music 3MP to love on DAB+. Upgrade your radio to DAB+. Change the way you listen to 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish. Well, for those of us who love food, it's not always about just heading out to consume it, is it? Sometimes the fun is in sourcing it, preparing it and even cooking it yourself. Well, there's a business on the beautiful Ballerine Peninsula that lets you do all or any of the above. Michelle Visser-Hodson is the co-founder of Harvest Experience and she joins me now. Michelle, good morning. Good morning, Kate. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. Now, I know it's hard in a short amount of time, but what is the idea behind Harvest Experience? So we host hands-on cooking experiences for small groups. So our main experience is our garden to plate, where we go out into the garden and harvest various produce. And then we come back and cook a planned menu, a three-course lunch, and we sit down and enjoy it with some of our wines. And so where are you guys and and when the garden is in full flight, um, what does that sort of original harvest experience look like? What might you be growing? Yeah, sure. So we're down on the Ballerine Peninsula, just between Ballerine and Drysdale, the two areas. Um, So the idea came from, my friends used to come down from Melbourne. We did a tree change down from Melbourne seven years ago. And we started this property and we started growing vegetables, raising chickens, orchard, growing cider, apple trees, and our latest project, our vineyard. So my friends would come down from Melbourne and they'd love spending time in the garden, we'd pick produce and we came up with the idea of what we'd cook and we'd sit down and cook it together than eat. Um, so it was always hosting someone, they'd send more friends and then COVID hit and I really missed it. I missed sharing our garden, our food and our produce. And so we came up with the idea of sharing this with the wider public. And so Harvest Experience was born. So every course involves all of our ingredients, um, except if we use some flour or butter, which is sourced locally, yeah. but, you know, we're down to making our, our cheese for our produce as well. So, you know, we've the latest one we had on the weekend, we had some pumpkin stuffed ravioli with ricotta that we made. Our dessert was a basil and orange panna cotta, which oh. is an unusual combination. I managed to keep some tomatoes for June and covering them in frost blankets. So we had a beautiful um, parmesan mousse served with our tomatoes and made a lavash cracker with scratch. Oh, my goodness. And so, you know, when you say small groups, so if people want to come down and, and do that yep. with you, how many people do they need to sort of fill a group? 
So we host public up to six people. So we have lots of, you know, pairs coming down, couples that speak, book, and we also do private. So a minimum of four to book a private. Oh, great. But you could, if you and a mate wanted to do it, you could. And so midwinter, when the produce maybe isn't quite as bountiful, so the next few months, what sort of classes do you do now? So we're moving into our pasta and pinot classes. So people come together, we learn how to make fresh pasta from scratch. Our chickens are still laying, so we're making fettuccine and a filled ravioli and still using our produce from the garden. So we might have a beetroot ravioli or a pumpkin and sage ravioli and also making some ricotta. Oh, beautiful. And, and you know, it is, it's such a beautiful area down there. I assume people could do, do the harvest experience with you guys on a Saturday or Sunday and just plan a weekend on the, on the ballerine around it. Yeah, that's what we've seen. So we've had lots of girls groups and hens groups. We had a family the other day that was celebrating the mum's 70th birthday and the adult children and their partners came from all over Victoria actually to spend some time together and cooking in our kitchen. So our kitchen's custom built. We built it over COVID and it was built purposely for these experiences. Oh, Michelle, it is such a lovely thing to hear. Well done for putting the investment in and and seeing it pay off. Michelle Visser-Hodson, co-founder of Harvest Experience on the Bellarine Peninsula. It sounds amazing. We'll encourage people to head to harvestexperience.com.au to see the full offering and book their class for winter or book in in advance for their full harvest experience over the spring. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks again for having me, Kate. Thanks, Michelle. Don't go anywhere. Coming up this week in food, some more ideas on where you can head to eat and drink over coming days, you're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and it's time to share some tips on where and what to eat and drink this week in food. Interested in a food and wine tour of Italy? Well, you can do just that by heading along to Little Black Pig and Sons Giro d'Italia dinner on Wednesday the 6th of July. This Heidelberg institution is matching six gorgeous courses to 12 bottle wines in celebration of that famous bike race, including oysters with persimmon, chilli and navruga caviar and some chestnut capoletti with porcini and freshly shaved truffles. This one will definitely be good. You can see the full menu and you can book at littleblackpigandsons.com, littleblackpigandsons.com. Here's a PSA for you, public service announcement. Thursday the 7th of July is World Chocolate Day, like we need an excuse. But if you really want to mark it with something special, then Coco Black Chocolates are teaming up with Insta-famous Black Star Pastry to create Theobroma, food of the gods. Yep, it's a limited edition, multi-layered cake that they say is inspired by the origins of the cocoa fruit. It has to be seen and tasted to be believed. From the cacao shortbread base through multiple layers to the cacao fruit compote and a white chocolate leaf and chocolate twigs. You can pick up a slice or a whole cake from selected Cocoa Black or all of the Black Star Pastry venues on Thursday, World Chocolate Day, and you can pre-order at blackstarpastry.com. And if cake is your thing, it's probably worth checking out Ladybird Cakes too. Founder Gina Tubb has built quite the reputation among Melbourne venues as an esteemed cake maker 
and now she's launched a brand new website so you can get your hands on her creations for your own special event. Everything is baked on site in her Elstonwick kitchen from scratch, from the citrus lemon myrtle cake to the elderflower lemon and champagne royal wedding cake. My advice, start with one of her taster packs so you can try eight different cakes at once. You can check them all out at ladybirdcakes.com.au. And finally, after winning the hearts of loyal fans in Carlton North, Babajan has officially opened a second outpost on Little Collins Street. So City Souls can now score a taste of Babajan's iconic Turkish-inspired treats and Middle Eastern meals, including fresh pastries. They do house-made borex, some stuff stunning salads and sandwiches, and of course, desserts. You can even get your hands on house-made goods that you can take home. So like their eggplant Aleppo, some harissa or baharat. You'll find them open Monday to Friday from 7am to 3pm at 1 Little Collins Street, or you can check out babajan.com.au, B-A-B-A-J-A-N, babajan.com.au. And that's it for this week. Thank you for joining me on the podcast version of Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport or a passport queue. You can listen in live next Saturday at 8am. You can look out for the next podcast at the 3MP website or you can just download the 3MP app. Easy music, 3MP. Relish returns Saturday morning from 8 on Easy Music 3MP.